White House announced today that President Trump would donate his first quarter salary to the Department of Veterans Affairs. It's just a little less money than he's given to veterans of his affairs. That's a good shot. Some might say it's unfair. I'm not one of those people. I think it's a fair shot. You pay off people, you get called on it. That's the, the, the internet is the new public square. Very often on the Armstrong and Getty show, they are pro-shame. We're all about bringing back shame. The internet, late night talk shows, this is the new town square. This is where the shaming happens, Jack. Who's being shamed? Me for not being here? Oh, that here? was a Trump thing. I was defending oh, gotcha. a Trump joke. Gotcha. Uh, so, uh, welcome to the Armstrong and Getty show. This is what I've done today. I've invited in a guy who I see practically every day at that little restaurant across the street. I don't even know your name, which is uh, embarrassing to me. I should take the time to get your name. Can we turn on his microphone, please? It's uh, Danny Torres. Danny, Danny Torres. And um, so why did I invite Danny Torres in, who I, who I see every day when I go over and I get a banana or I get some uh, banana bread or I get some of that delish, delicious apple bread, whatever that is. That stuff is really great. Because Danny has the most positive attitude of anybody I've ever met in my entire life. And I want some of that. I want to know how you do it and how you maintain it. So uh, thanks for coming in. I hope you're not uncomfortable. No, I'm not uncomfortable. I'm, thank you for inviting me. It's, a, it's an honor and it's a humbling privilege to be here. And uh, I'll be glad to uh, share uh, my heart with you. Okay, so um, we're on in cities all over the West Coast. And, uh, you know, I'm not, I, I don't want to make, well, I, could, I, don't, I don't want you to be uncomfortable. I just, I just wanted this to be a conversation between you and I, but I thought I would, I would have it on the air so other people could hear it. One day I did say something to you about, man, you have a really good attitude, and you say it doesn't it doesn't do any good to complain about things. That's true. And uh, one day, uh, and you, specifically, you said I have the same problems everybody else has. It just it doesn't do any it doesn't do any good to complain about them. And I thought I want to be more like that. Have you always been that way? And 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 how do you maintain it? Generally, I have I, I have a gift of uh, encouragement that I've known I've had for a long time, and uh, so what. I try to do is I have a mindset every morning, and I've said, I know I'm going to come into problems. I know I'm going to have difficulties. I know I'm going to have challenges, but my main purpose is to overcome them with a, with a, and maintain a positive attitude through anything. I once heard Jerry Rice, uh, uh, they asked him, Jerry, how come you practice as hard as you do on practice as you do in a game. He says, I never take a play off because I want to make sure that if there, somebody's here for the first time, that they're going to get my best. And so I, I have the same attitude. If a customer comes in for the first time, I want to, I want to play, have my best attitude towards them every time. I don't want to take a customer off. I don't want to take a play off. Everything has to be positive because it might be the only positive thing they hear all day. That's obviously a great way to run a business and it's going to be good for customers and they're going to like coming back and all that sort of stuff. But I have the sense that you carry this into your non restaurant world also. Well, somebody asked me, how do you do it? And I said, it's in my DNA, Danny's natural attitude. Okay. <laughs> So man, you gotta go. Uh, you gotta go around and, and and give speeches to people. But so so it's it's naturally when you know I I try to you know see reputation is what people think of you. Character is who you really are when nobody's around. So I try to maintain this kind of a positive attitude, three hundred and sixty five days a year, seven days a week, twenty four hours a day. Have you been this way your whole life, or did you make a change at some point? No, it, there, there's been. Points where I have made changes, you know. Uh, there's different points when I was like the, the shyest kid 
is all the way up to the 10th grade when I at Grant High School and I had a teacher named Mrs. Sparks and she brought me out and and I I totally thank her every day I said Mrs. Sparks thank you for bringing me out because I was this quiet person who never raised his hand so she brought me out and she she gave me confidence in myself in order to be able to to articulate what's in my heart yeah I don't want to take anything away from your effort because it's it's amazing and again I want I want more of that and I want I'm gonna I'm gonna try doing the saying the things you say in the morning to yourself but I like I've got two kids and one of them is more negative than the other one just they were born that way I mean, they came out of the shoot that way, if you'll pardon the expression. So uh, some of it is the way we're born, and then I guess we get to choose, do we want to go more this way or that way? And I agree with you. There's, there's some people who are, no matter how hard I try, I, I can't even get a smile out of them or anything, but I continue to stay positive because I know that uh, I cannot control other people's attitude or, or their personality, but I can send back any negative energy with my positive energy, and hopefully they will get something in them that will will take root so that down the road they might think, hey, I remembered what that man said. You know, it's going to be it's going to be OK. You have kids. I do. I have uh, three daughters. They're all grown. I'm and, guess you didn't to- tolerate uh, a lot of grumbling with them. Well, you know what? Um they uh they all have a great attitude you know they all uh all three daughters they they have positive and and they take that positive energy from their mom which which is nana and and so we just we just kind of uh, filter it in with them and i have two grandkids that live with me at home and and uh, you know i try to to instill in them the same kind of positive because they'll tell me oh papa this is what happened today this is, and i says okay well that's going to happen here's what you do and I give them some worldly advice. So when you encounter something, you know, bad things happen. I got a flat tire or whatever. Um, you, things like that. You just, you just accept this is part of life. That true. That's true. And, and I, and I tell them to look at the pes- the, uh, the optimistic side. Like there was a, there's a girl in the office. She brought a friend and she goes, try to get him to, to, to give a negative comment. And she says, okay, what happened? She goes, my transmission blew out. I have to pay $3,000 and, and, you know, it's going to cost me all this and it's messing up my whole schedule. And I said, where did it happen? At home. I said, that's very good. It could have happened on the freeway. You could have had a, a, a scary moment. It would have cost you an extra toe. And it happened at home. I, I'd say you should be thankful for that. And she said, see, I told you. Yeah, I actually did the same thing yesterday, didn't I, guys? Before I, but didn't I? I got a flat tire yesterday, but I said, I thank God. God that he he I got all the way to work. It went flat right in front of your restaurant. It could have happened on the freeway in rush hour traffic. I'd have been hours late for work. Could have been dangerous, that sort of thing. Exactly. So I looked at it, hey, how lucky am I that I got all the way to work, get to deal with it while I'm you know There's always a positive to every in most situations. I mean there's some not always there, sure. there's not always. You know, when you have a school shooting or thing like that, there's hard to get a positive out of that. Right. But in day to day life, if you just look at what could have happened as a as opposed to what did happen, then you say, thank you that it, this didn't happen, and thank you. Uh, we had a deli case that went out on, on Monday, and I have to order a new deli case. So uh, somebody says, well, how, how can you be thankful for that? Well, it, it's going to cost me money, but we're going to have a new deli case now, and it's going to perform better. So 
You know what's interesting is, is people are negative enough that they want to challenge you, that they want to try to come up with a way to, I know how I can make him unhappy because this guy being happy is bothering me. I mean, that's just, uh, human nature is, is awful. It, you know, <laughs> they, they do try to challenge me, but I, when I tell people, I says, you know, I used to watch a program when I was young called The Twilight Zone. Sure. You guys were too young to watch it, but, but I say, I tell people, when you come through that door, you're coming out of the Twilight Zone and you're entering the happy zone. So you may come in with, uh, with problems, issues, negative energy i says but but we're hopefully you'll enjoy the experience here with our food and you're going to leave with with a positive attitude positive energy when you leave here you're going to leave with that happiness energy and you're going to take it with you into the twilight zone and they say thank you you know i'm a lot better at it than i used to be um but part of it i think is habit do you think if you get in the habit of being happy and looking at things positively that it gets easier that is exactly what it is. It is, it is, uh, you, you set your mind and you say, no matter what happens, I'm going to maintain my cool, my calm, and my positive attitude because I'm almost saying something bad is going to happen today. I'm, I'm expecting something. So I'm, so I'm already preparing for that so that when it does come up, whatever it may be, you know, life, health, you know, work, uh, then I'm, I'm prepared to react positively to it. And I keep our, our staff motivated through it because when things go wrong, I tell them, well, let's, let's do this. We're going to learn from this experience. Every experience, every bad experience I have, I don't waste it. I use it in a positive way. So the next time I will be able to capitalize on it. You know, there, there's no arguing this. Um, complaining about things does no good. That's so just, true. Just, it just doesn't do you any good. Exactly, and and, and by the same token, worrying doesn't either. Worrying doesn't, but no, things doesn't do any good either. It doesn't. So if you if we can channel that that all that effort we put into worrying and complaining into a positive direction, you'll find out how things turn around, and you'll see later on uh, as you look down the road, you say that wasn't such a big deal. Right? Why did I sweat over it? Right. Well, I'm better at it, and I just wanted to have you in because you're. Uh, Maybe the most positive person I've ever met. It has had an effect on me. So if that's your goal every day to affect people, it's had an effect on me. It is my goal every day to put a smile on people's face. I try to get it so that when people come through there, they turn off their phones and, and, and we interact. I look at their eyes. I smile. We talk because there's so little conversation now. Everybody is into their, you know, their electronic phones and iPhones. So I want them to see smiles, a happiness. Nana's Cafe, you know, you'd have a positive effect on me if now and then you'd say, you know, I think you've had enough banana bread. You're starting to look a little thick. No, Jack, you actually look great. You carry it very well, Jack. (laughs) Well, thank you, Danny, for coming in. I appreciate it. It's nice talking to you. It's been a pleasure and an honor. Thank you. I'm going to try harder. I'm going to get better at it. We got Clips of the Week coming up in just a few minutes. And then something that scares me, speaking of not worrying, I have to leave at 930 And these guys are taking over the program. We'll see what happens. Stay tuned to the Armstrong and Getty Show. Armstrong and Getty. The conscience of the the nation. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Doing all British music today because of this stupid, stupid royal wedding. 
Speaking of being positive, I'm positive the royal wedding is stupid. Um, I joke. So we got a bunch of texts on our uh, last guest, Danny. Positive Danny, we'll call him. I would not be mad, says this texter, if we heard from Danny at least once a month. Some Danny wisdom on Friday really helped me out today. Uh, Danny is awesome. I work to have the same attitude, and it does make days better just by being positive. I bet that Danny has made a legitimate impact on society. I would agree. He had an impact on me already. Great interview. Best interview in a long time. Uh, after hearing this guy, Positive Sean is now Negative Sean. Well, that's what all my friends, like when my friends found out my name was Positive Sean on the show, they thought it was like when you call a fat guy tiny. They thought it was purely ironical. <laughs> Thank you for so much for having Danny on the show. The power of positivity is something I really needed to hear. Can't wait to share today's show with my wife. longtime listener. Yeah, it's it's something. I, I've, I've always been intrigued by people like that. At this point in my life, whether it's age or life circumstances or whatever, I really want to be more like that. I, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm not going to fool myself into thinking that I could be him anytime soon, but I could certainly head that direction a lot better. And a lot of it is a choice. A lot of it is a choice. And there is no doubt this. I am a 100% positive worrying does no good and grumbling about things does no good. It just doesn't serve any purpose. Yeah, whatever. Now, it's difficult, as I have made my living being a grumbling snark expert for my for much of my adult life. I'm not sure how well it would play on the radio, the the, the always positive about everything, but in my own personal life, um, yeah, I could get better at it. Interesting stuff. You know, one, one of the best examples of that is George Foreman of the George Foreman Grill, who was a badass, negative, angry man his whole life. And then switched, at least according to him, like that, after getting his, uh, after getting beaten down by Muhammad Ali. But sitting in the locker room just just changed all that. Now, part of it was a uh, was 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 taken in God to his life and becoming religious and everything like that. The Bible. But he has spent the rest of his life from that moment with a smile on his face. And uh, and and so so you can have changes like that, I guess. That dramatic. Again, I'm not expecting that for me, but I, I just I, I, I admire it and I want to be that. I'm going to try to go that direction more in my life. Uh, well, as Michael says, whatever. It doesn't take much to have a huge impact on on just a stranger that you interact with just on a passing thing, right? Just, just the smile on a face may may change the way they interface with you and yeah, then well, yeah. starts a okay. domino effect that changes the way that, you know, the rest of their day happens. That's a good point. Um, I, you know, that'd be nice. I'd, I'd like to make other people's days better. I'm mostly interested in just making me happier <laughs> and uh, maybe that's the wrong place to start. But you just, you can get caught in the cycle of worrying about things or complaining about things and it accomplishes nothing, absolutely nothing. And uh, and and he said, you, as he said, you can take that energy and put it into the energy of trying to have a better attitude about it, or think about other things, or helping people, or whatever. And that's that that wisdom has been around for thousands of thousands of years. Smart people figured it out a long time ago. Just very few of us take that uh, advice. I like this framing of how I, I get up every day, and I know that there's going to be hard stuff. Right, the goal of my day is not to avoid hard things. The goal of my day is to meet hard things with a good attitude and overcome them while maintaining it. Yeah, and if you have the right attitude, a lot of hard things aren't hard things. They're mm-hmm. just life. They're just mm-hmm. they're just they're just things that happen. Um, yeah, good stuff. Anyway, uh, maybe we will have Danny on now and then. 
I love that as an idea. Yeah, every now and then, a little dose of a good perspective. Uh, we got enough time? Yeah, we should take a fond look back at the week that was. This is a good one. Clips of the week, cow. Invest in a quality mattress. That's it. Hooters has free meals for your mom if your wife or mother is okay with going to Hooters on Mother's Day. Today was Facebook founder Mark Zuckerberg's birthday. I don't really care. I just wanted to give away some of his personal information. I climbed the ladder of class rank to the top because I failed to participate in activity that ironically would have decreased my GPA while I watched my peers become involved and accomplished and improve as human beings. Raise your hand if you would recommend that private American citizens use Huawei or ZTE products or services. None of you again are raising your hand. Thank you for that. Laurel. Laurel. Well, whether you hear Laurel or Yanni, there's one thing I think we can all agree on. Nothing has ever mattered less than this. Is it a beep? Is it a beef? Is it a beak? We don't know. Um, so we're still getting texts about Danny. I know I'm sending this text to a room full of men, but I and I did enjoy listening to Danny this morning, and thank you for that. But recently I started into menopause. I can't find one positive thing about that. <laughs> Again, the idea is not that there's something positive in everything, but some things are just, this is life. This is what happens. It's not happening to, happening to me. It's just happening. And, um, yeah. That, help, that helps me in situations. I've not gone through menopause, and I think it's unlikely that I do. No, definitely not. It's, all, it's, it's interesting me on its face that we're getting so many texts about Danny coming in here talking about a positive attitude. Yeah. There's a hunger for that in the world. Maybe it's because we're surrounded by negativity and snark all freaking day long. And then if you're into social media, I mean, that's just the place to be as negative as possible. I mean, it's the opposite of Don, Danny's attitude of you can find something good and everything bad. The social media seems to be designed to try to find the bad in, in something that appears to be 100% good. On our follow-up interview, I'd be fascinated to see what his kind of his entertainment or his media consumption is like. Because he seems to me like the man who much more prefers, you know, barbecues with the family those sort of gathering types of things. I, I don't know if he's consuming the the twenty four hour news media the way that, that yeah, maybe we well, are. Yeah, yeah, and the, well, yeah. I have to for a living, but in right. general, we don't need to, and it doesn't do us any good. And we do it so you don't have to. Both positive and negative attitude people make me mad. Says this texter. If I was put an attitude in front of my name, it would be ambivalent. Even okay. Stephen texting. Thank even you. old even Stephen. <laughs> You've already made so many people uh, days better today by having Danny on. Yeah, well, it wasn't me. It was him. But, uh, yeah, that's cool. What's coming up in your news, Marshall? I was just going to point something out. My late mom used to tell me, when you get angry during a discussion or, or interaction with people, you lose. Yeah. Don't yeah. get angry. I would agree. Texas school shooting suspect is a student. We're going to have the latest on that. President Trump's new nominee to head up the beleaguered VA. And the Armstrong and Getty exclusive coverage of the royal wedding continues. Minutes from now, Armstrong and Getty. Now, I have to take off a doctor's appointment for our son that we've been trying to get for three months. I am champing at the bit. You guys are in charge of the show. Hanson, keep him in line. Good Lord, our lives depend on it. You're listening to the Armstrong and Getty Show. Welcome. 
Welcome back to the Armstrong and Getty Show. Pirate Radio has begun. Mom and Dad, Jack and Joe, are not in the building, leaving the rest of the Misfit Toys to, to just play around the island. So right now, let's jump to Marshall with the news. All right. A story we've been covering now for a while. It's a sad story. President Trump ex- uh, expecting sadness and outrage after the nation's latest school shooting at the White House this morning. Trump called that shooting at a Texas Coast Gulf Coast High School horrific. Going on to add... We're closely monitoring the situation, and federal authorities are coordinating with local officials. This has been going on too long in our country. Too many years, too many decades now. At least 8 to 10 people are reported dead, more than a dozen injured. The suspect, we're told, in that high school shooting is a student. The Harris County Sheriff, Ed Gonzalez, says the male student was arrested this morning. A second student is being detained as a person of interest. The sheriff now saying there have been explosive devices found on the campus and outside the campus. Several of the Santa Fe High School students have said there was an explosion inside a classroom before those shots rang out. Meanwhile, the president says he's going to be nominated, nominating Robert Wilkie as the Veterans Affairs Secretary. Wilkie has been the VA's acting secretary since Trump fired David Shulkin. The president making the surprise announcement during a White House summit on prison reform this morning. And in a development that was probably inevitable, the New York Times is reporting a TV show is being pitched that would star Stormy Daniels attorney Michael Avenatti and Anthony Scaramucci. Scaramucci, who was the White House... Is this like some sort of reality show that they're pitching? Or would they be playing scripted characters? Oh, no, no. This would be a new uh, kind of debate show, the Crossfire, like Crossfire used to be. Okay. (laughs) Apparently, United Talent Agency has been meeting with executives of both CNN and MSNBC. What are you going to do about it? Hey! Yeah. So anyway, those discussions are going on, although both parties, Avenatti and Scaramucci, both saying, ah, oh, no, no, it's not going to happen. Never happen. Never happen. But we, you know, you wave enough money around, and sooner or later, it can happen. I'd, I'd hire Avenatti to represent me. I would not do the same of Scaramucci. What that says, I don't know. I've never needed legal representation. I may not have the best barometer of judging it, but right. Avenatti seems much more adept at these uh, high-profile cases than some of the other people I see him debating against. Something to look forward to, or maybe it will never, never happen. We'll just have to wait and see. All right, now let us switch over to our exhausting coverage, (laughs) exhaustive coverage, of the (laughs) royal wedding. Enjoy this very special day in Windsor, and God save the Queen! I am eating the traditional beans for breakfast as a celebration of the royal wedding. I'm having a little blood pudding myself. <laughs> Prince Charles, it turns out, will be walking Megan. Markle down the aisle when she marries Prince Henry tomorrow. Harry, rather. Kensington Palace announcing today Markle asked her future father-in-law to walk down the aisle at St. George's Chapel, and he accepted. That announcement coming a day after the American actress said her father would not be able to attend her wedding and perform the traditional honor because he is getting over a heart attack. And if you weren't following the will-he-won't-he narrative that was occupying TMZ for about the previous 36 hours, congratulations, you missed nothing. And the official town crier overwhelmed by word that Charles will give... Megan! ...away. I think that's an absolutely fantastic idea. I was quite shocked and stunned and delighted for them. That's a wonderful thing. Will tomorrow be a public holiday in Britain? That is a question many are asking, and the answer is no. There was a public holiday to celebrate the wedding of the Duke and Duchess of Cambridge in 2011, but William as the future king 
Harry is not. Which is, I'm sure, William reminds him of every chance he gets. But the government has announced that pubs, bars, and other licensed premises can keep serving alcohol until 1 a.m. instead of the usual closing time of 11 p.m. That was one of the more jarring things I discovered when I traveled to Britain, was the uh, the bars closed down a lot earlier than I was used to. Yes, yes. But they are lively, lively places. Now, I, I need to ask you, Positive Sean, are you uh, going to be setting your alarm early uh, around 1, one thirty to get up and watch any festivities? <laughs> setting it earlier or cutting my <laughs> evening short? I don't know. Um, but, uh, but yeah, I don't know. I, I've traveled to London. I, it was one of the, the more eye-opening experiences of my life. Just the whole walking into buildings older than your country, right? Columbus right. sailed the, the the ocean blue in fourteen ninety two or whatever right. the right, the, and then eighteen ninety two, whatever. I forget the song. Seventeen ninety two, something like that. <laughs> and then you walk into these buildings that are like three four hundred years older right. than that, right. and it, that was just a really kind of amazing thing to to experience as a as a twenty something. Yep, and I had a chance to go to London three different times uh, for different broadcast events, and it was great. It was wonderful. I think the best part about it, though, at the time, the station was picking up the tab. So, oh, that's even Yahoo. better. Uh, my my probably favorite experience from that, though, is yeah. we were third or fourth day there. We were looking for something to eat, right. as you do on vacation. We sure. saw this thing that said, hey, Mexican food buffet. We said, hey, that's excellent. We're from California. We love Mexican food. Not having yet realized that the farther away you get from the country of origin, yes. the less like the food is that you are getting. Right. And what they had, they had like corn on the cob. It was like <laughs> barbecued beans, and say it was like an, it was almost like a barbecue thing as opposed right. to a Mexican food. But they had tortillas at the end, which I guess made it Mexican food. There you go. That's your news. I'm Marshall Phillips, the Armstrong and Getty Show, the conscience of the nation. So we got more pirate radio coming up just after this break. I have a, uh, as per show tradition, I will be. Squeezing in my uh, Game of Thrones off-season report into sixty seconds. That will only take sixty seconds. Of, sure. Yes. We timing it. What I'm happens if you go over? Okay. Yeah. Good. It, yeah. Good, it, it will be timed. It will be officially on the clock. There. There are a couple things I wanted to touch on, but more importantly, I need to figure out how I'm going to pay Joe off on this bet. Right. Whoa. Like, whoa, whoa. 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 Not just Joe, dude. Well, not no, just you got, Joe. I, I have no beef with you. You did not elicit the help of dark arts to try to oh, win the bet. Okay. I have no beef with you. You will be getting your 10 in American paper money, rest assured. Uh-huh. But, Joe, I'm not a squelcher. I will pay the bet, but I'm also an agitator by nature, so I can't make it easy for him. So we'll, we'll discuss that more. You Coming stupid up. jerk. No, you moron, you ass. You I'd like say, to punch you right in the ear. Say that to my face, you digital representation <laughs> of Joe. Uh, more on the Armstrong and Getty Show coming up after Armstrong this. Armstrong and Getty. The conscience of the nation. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Welcome back to the Armstrong and Getty Show. Armstrong and Getty, I am not the Qatar way, so the mice we shall play. Indeed. I, I am joined by Marshall Phillips, Michelangelo, uh, executive producer Hanson, staying off mic as he is wont to do, but he is giving us moral support through all of this. 
Um, and uh, we, we got to talk about how I'm going to be paying back Joe. I, I have a couple of ideas, but I'm also going to be crowdsourcing some other possible suggestions. Oh, wait, wait. Well, what is your argument? You owe him 50 bucks. You made a bet. What was the bet for again? Uh, that the, the the Warriors would not lose a game in the series versus the Rockets. And bang, they lose a they, game. They lose the very next game because as, oh, as coincidence, is yeah. they as Joe would have me believe would have it, Jack shows up next day, the walking curse, the human cooler, <laughs> with his Warriors hat. And I do not believe for a second that that was not some sort of collaboration between uh, the two of them to try to uh, to throw off the betting. You think Joe and Jack coordinated the effort so that you would lose? This yes. was all coordinated. Yes, yes. Them knowing and having a much greater understanding of the power of Jack's curse on sports teams, they uh, right. they they duped me. Obviously, you know, buyer beware. But I I filed an official complaint with the California Gaming Commission. We will we will find out what the uh, what the final verdict will be. But I'm not opposed to paying it. All right, but all right. as I'm an agitator by nature. Uh, if I do pay off a bet, I like to do so in creative right, ways. Now, agitator, you still owe me ten bucks. I haven't if seen you can a dime. Break, if you can break it twenty, I will pay you right I, now. I, I I'm trying to make this about I how can... Joe screwed me, and you, a selfish millennial, I, is trying to make it all about you. I just want my money because I know how you are. There was a time when you were going to bring me a bottle of or two bottles of wine. I believe do you it was, have two fives. I, do you have any money on you, Marshall? I, I, I have money. I have no. Oh, look at that. Look I have at, money. Look, I nice have money. Roll. Do you have change? No, I don't. I have, you, I have a five and two ones. Grab it, Marshall. That's seven. I have 20. No, no, you can't steal from me. You need to... I'll, just, I'll tell you what. I'll are you going to hijack every conversation I have about the bet until I, till I pay I, you I, off? Yes, I'll take the 20, and I'll give you a 10 No, you back won't tomorrow. take the 20. We don't work tomorrow, Marshall. <laughs> oh, Who do you think you're talking that's to? That's right. We I, don't. I got, I'm surrounded by people trying to dupe and screw me constantly. Wow. This wow, is a hostile wow. work environment. Boy, I tell you. But first. And but he first. some money back in his pocket. Go ahead. Yes, because... Go ahead. Go ahead. I, okay, Marshall, are we really... <laughs> did no, did no, you want no, the 20? No, no, no. Go ahead. All right, so as per show tradition, Game of Thrones news, it is the offseason. I have yes. accompanied, I have, a, I, have a, I have piled up three stories that I think of our particular importance, but I know not everybody is as big a fan as, it, as I am, so I will once again restrict myself to the 60-second time allotment that the show gives me. Uh-huh. So, Michael, I count on you running the official clock. I'll be doing it. Hit me with the buzzer at the 60-second spot starting now. Game of Thrones finished wrapping its biggest battle scene in the show's history. Now, it's going to be no surprise that the final season would have the biggest battle uh, of the series' history. But how big was this battle? It took 55 straight days and nights to film. That's more than double the season six Battle of the Bastards, and also more than double than the season seven loot train attack. So uh, those two days combined, <laughs> loot train. 25 days, 23 days to shoot those. So this is more than double those those uh, those previous ones. Should be a great battle. Amelia Clark, the mother of dragons, the breaker of chains, Khaleesi uh, herself. Her. Yes. She believes that HBO was filming multiple versions of the Game of Thrones finale as a preemptive strike against spoilers. Why wouldn't they? So just be wary of any spoilers out there. You may yeah. not be uh, referencing the actual ending of the Game of Thrones. Now, the most important thing, Half Thor Bjornsson plays the character The Mountain That Rides. He is not only a gigantic <laughs> in the show, but in real life, the nearly six foot nine, 400 pound, 29 year old is a competitive power lifter and... <coughs> dang it. Right, he won the world's strongest man competition. All right, you went over. You went over. Oh boy, should have done thirty seconds. Yeah, nah, no that kidding. was perfect. Yeah, Sixty seconds. No oh, I am juiced for this final season. I actually began my rewatching of all the seasons uh, earlier this week. Yeah, so I'm going to be. I will rewatch all the episodes before the final. Michael, season does this starts. also go against his sixty seconds? His continuing babbling about his uh, plans to watch. 
So, no, not really. Okay. Now, I wanted to explain something. I, let, let me have a minute or two here. We haven't gotten to the part about how I'm going to pay back Joe because you talked about how I owed you $10, which is a fraction of the cost that I'm trying to pay Joe. You so, owe Joe $50. Yes, I owe Joe yes. $50. So, do I pay him in pennies? Do I just bring in a bag full of pennies? Do I get some sort of foreign exchange? Do I pay him in like some sort of Scandinavian dollar that no, then he has to then not. go exchange and kind of, you know, I give him an errand as opposed to giving him a payout? Uh-huh. Uh, are, are, do I find some sort of uh, uh, rare coin and give him a single coin that's something you know that's worth fifty bucks or something I like that? I got it. I got it. Bitcoin. You pay him off in a tenth of a bitcoin. That's hilarious. How would I do that? One hundredth of a bitcoin. Oh yeah, or... yeah. Find out whatever fifty dollars in yes. cryptocurrency is. Yes. And the funny thing is, is that probably will be worth zero eventually. So, uh, so yeah, I think. It, oh man, if I could figure out a way to to actually. Give a physical representation of a Bitcoin. That would be excellent. Well, wow. Some, get, Unbelievable. Get some cardboard, you know, cut cut out a Bitcoin, or, hey, cut out a full round coin, and then just a little <laughs> sliver of it and give him the sliver. I like it. I like it. Along with the, the certificate of whatever the actual sure. Bitcoin would be. If you have any other ideas, hit me up on the Twitter. I want to keep it out of the mailbox because I don't want the guys to know about it until I actually present it uh. with them. So hit me uh, at Positive Sean on Twitter. And, uh, and yeah, we'll try to figure out a, a creative way to, to settle this score. Now, I understand uh, earlier in the uh, show I was mocked for my pronunciation of a breed of the Queen's dogs. The Queen still has, I believe, three dogs. We were wondering if she's going to bring the corgis to the wedding. No, she is not. She has an adopted corgi. And then she has a mix, a mix of dash hounds and corgis. Yes. Now, I know somebody said, tell Marshall they're not, not pronounced dash hounds, they're dachshunds. Well, I know they're pronounced dachshunds because I had two of them when I was growing up. Excellent. However. A noble beast. However, my beloved mother and father and most of the people in the Marshall side of the family, actually Marshall is my maid, mm-hmm. mom's maiden last name, the Marshall side of the family all pronounced it dash hounds. So when I got to the story this morning, it's amazing. My, my mind just clicked into dash hound. You it's know, a, not dachshund. I, I believe this to be one of the things of it's it's fine to call it either way. I don't I don't think the the, the Dotsons' feelings were hurt. Certainly, the the British ones weren't listening to American AM talk radio. I don't know. They could have been tuned into the podcast. So anyway, <laughs> That's true. I just very technically savvy. I, I just want to let you know it's amazing the way the human mind works. I just clicked into being a kid again and saying dash hound. Because they would dash, and they were hounds. I like it. I, I'm a big fan of, uh, what is that called, onomatopoeia, when the words kind of describe what yep. the word is. Like, uh, like uh, a butterfly. I think it should be called a flutterby. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Good point. Because I, I tried to put a butterfly on toast. tasted terrible. <laughs> yeah, I'll bet it did. Hey, one other thing I wanted to address. After the show today, this is I guess this could be a final thought early on, but after the show today, I am going to go see my doctor and find out if the ultrasound will clear me to pursue my goal of doing 10 push-ups in a row. This was a New Year's resolution I made two years ago. So if you get the all clear, when can we start our training? We'll start our training next week, Positive Sean. Excellent. And I will have the great unveil on Monday as to whether or not I was uh, cleared. Because I developed a hernia. It was an Armstrong and Getty show sports-related injury, which I insist on calling it for many purposes. I am not. I'm not going to counter that. I, I was. I was here during it, and I will act as a good character witness on your behalf. There you go. Hey yo, son. This is Final Thoughts with A and G. All right, and now let's check in with the uh, the whole team for final thoughts. Uh, Michelangelo, what say you, sir? 
Uh, yeah, they pay Joe and Jack a lot of money, and if the last few minutes showed you anything, now you understand why. Oh, come on now. How dare you, sir? Wow. Back there, passing judgments and pushing Jeez. buttons. Marshall, your final thoughts. Backhanded comment. Well, I'm going to make sure I go get some uh, mutton and a uh, little tea, oh, some grog, some ale, and get ready for the royal wedding. Remember, if you want to catch the pre-show, you're going to have to tune in at 1.30 a.m. West Coast time, catch the whole thing, the pageantry, the love the amazing British spirit. I, I am anti-pageantry as just kind of a general philosophy. Uh, at the box office this weekend, Deadpool 2 coming out. I absolutely love the first one. I will be checking this one out. But parents who don't pay as much attention to the movies, yes, this is a comic book movie. No, this is not a children's movie. That's this is not one to bring the younglings to. This is very much for the adults, but I'm pretty sure I will love it if it is anything like the first one. And, uh, and yeah, I believe that that's... Well, this is why they call it the petering out. Yes, now we just sort of be quiet. Yeah, now we just kind of just... Yeah, you're going to have 30 seconds just to Just list fill, off until the... Uh, Maybe we could... Mm, I'm wondering oh, if uh, Mr. Passive-Aggressive Button Pusher didn't calculate the fact that we had two less people on the final thoughts and maybe gave true. us a little bit extra time. A little less time trying to undercut your co-workers. More time to, to try to... Get us to the finish line. Michael's over there smiling evilly, rubbing his hands together. <laughs> Tons of good stuff to see at armstrongandgetty.com. Check out all the hot links. Until next Monday, I believe I say, God bless America. Indeed. Well, kids, that's all the time we have for today. I'd like to thank Sideshow Mel, Corporal Punishment, Tina Ballerina, oh, and from not planning, Miss Donna Mills. Oh, she was a sport. We've had lots and lots and lots and lots and lots of fun. But now the time has come to go. If this still cop was found dead in his bed tomorrow, I'd be in heaven still doing this show. See you some other time! <laughs> Armstrong and Getty, the voice of the West.